0: Okay everybody. Welcome to episode one, numero uno of the hidden window. So first off, why the hidden window? What's in a name? Besides that, I can't find one. You you try and find a name. You can't find everything. Everything's taken, that's taken. But not a bad name. When you think about it, window, what's it do? Let's in light. What's hidden? It's kind of mysterious. So what this show is gonna do is kinda open the light of truth, open some ideas, make you think a little differently. It's going to be comprised of three components, and it's going to be a fast-moving show. Probably, what, 15 minutes? So if you like it, hang in there. It'll be back next week. If you don't, it'll be over soon, so don't worry about it. But what it'll be is something lighthearted than news. That'll be the first segment. And wait, that's not as easy as you think. You look at the news, and it's just I mean, you want to grab arms and walk into a chopper blade. You know what I mean? So the fun and lighthearted segment, that's going to take me some doing and some time. The next one is going to be a little bit about a conspiracy, some things you haven't heard before. Now, you're probably going to say, I've heard everything. Trust me. You got to trust me on this. I guarantee you have not heard of some of these things before. So just trust me. And the last segment will be just like ramblings of my mind, which could always be strange. Who knows what direction that'll take. So episode number one, I'm going to get some things out of the way. I'm figuring the listening audience is going to be small. That being relatives, my friend down in Florida, my immediate family. Well, I say my immediate family because I think they believe this show is going to have me wind up in a gulag, and they may be right. We'll see; time will tell. But that's going to be the flow of the show. That's how we're going to do it. Why am I doing this? I'm a talk radio junkie, and I've been listening to talk radio for thirty five years. And I cover about—I'm in sales. I cover about five states. So you're thinking, all right, this guy said he's in sales—probably a BS artist and a liar—and you're you're probably spot on on both of those. But nonetheless. I like talk radios, Trying to listen to podcasts, and there were a few of them that were, and they just drone on forever. They could be something on Antarctica. I I love stuff in Antarctica. So I listen to this podcast, and for twenty freaking minutes, the guy's talking about his kid's soccer team, his wife's cooking. I don't care. Get to Antarctica. So I I, I turn it off. Then I find one, and they're just so boring. So I'm trying to make this fast-moving, fast-paced, mainly because I have raging ADD. So that's one of the reasons for 15 minutes. And the other is the attention span of the average consumer is, you know, about 15 minutes. A little over that of a net. So that's what I'm doing here. Well, that's how we'll roll out this show. And so welcome aboard. I, I mention everyone listening. And there's going to be one extra person. I figure there's some poor SOB sap. Part of the Alphabet Boys, he's twelve stories under Langley, and they find this rookie as you know, just poor sap, and they force feed them to listen to these shows to make sure there's not some kind of maniac who wants to take over the world. And I'm I'm not going to do that. I'm not yet. I don't think so. But we're going to call this guy Bob. So welcome, Bob, to the show. Glad to have you here. Let's go on to where we talked about the first segments. Some light-hearted news. There was a tale by the name of Bert. Bert, the turtle was very alert when danger threatened he never got hurt. He knew just what to do and and reading the papers, reading uh you know the the blogs, whatever that's out there, and I come across a story, an eco story out of California, so you knew it's going to be on the fringe of weirdness, right and you're you're gonna be right. What it is, they want to have a project that turns water, consumable water, drinking water, from wastewater. Yeah, waste water, And you know what wastewater is. So I'm thinking to myself, what are they thinking out there in California? And it's always, you know, California is always on the fringe of that kind. I'm like, eh, a little bit bizarre. And you go down the story. And you know, let's imagine, like so, I'm traveling to L.A., and that, that's where the story originated from. You're traveling to L.A., and you go to a hotel, and you're, you know, you're sitting there like, well, you know, I'm a glass of water. And then you look, and you see the restrooms across the hall, and you start, is that going to give a moment for pause? It Sure the hell would with me. So, I mean, is, is that something that's going to boost L.A.'s, you know, people want to visit there? i I don't think so. I think that's bizarre. Waste water from water. I mean, I don't know. What do you folks think? I think that's strange. So let's move right into strange. And the second part, what you're going to do, is going to be something you never heard of. It could be conspiracy. It could be some something that's just a little, little bit different, off the beaten path. But I, it's something that I, you folks will never hear of. So conspiracy. I look at conspiracy, and I think... I think there's a conspiracy gene in most people. That's what I I'm I'm pretty sure of it. I'm sure we could check the DNA and I'm sure it's there. Anyhow, so I think there's a conspiracy gene. And I'm pretty sure it doesn't kick on until you're about 30 years old. Why do I say that? You look at some 12-year-old kid. He's in school, he's fed all this pabulum, he's saying, "Why do I have to know all this stuff? I'll never use it." And kids probably right. Yeah, but you're not going to use it, but you know, that's them the berries kids you Stuck with it, so then you move on to your twenties. Not much conspiracy there, other than you look at this girl and you're saying, Why is she dating him? I don't why is she going out with a guy like that and that's the biggest conspiracy you have in your twenties. Then one day in your thirties, something goes off, a trigger, an alarm, poof, and all of a sudden, the world is revealed about you, and you look at things in a whole different way now, for me. I was a little different. Well, you're guessing already this guy's a little different. He's just a little off the edge, and you're probably right about that. Most people think what? UFOs, Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster. That's probably the first conspiracy. Now, my initials are JFK, so I was bound to run a conspiracies at some point or another. Well, for me, it was none of those. For me, it was Clam Dip. Yep. Clam Dip. That's right. C L A. What does clam dip have to do with conspiracies? Just hang on, just ride through this with me a moment. So, used to live in Connecticut, and we're up there with my uh, three young kids, the little crumb crunchers, my wife and I, and a big deal for us was to get clam dip. The best by far was Kraft. Was hell of it came out with a line later on, but you know, it wasn't the same. But craft was the Kraft was the best. So you get your potato chips, your Kraft clam dip. You put on a movie back then, you know, they had like, you know, you go to store and still get rent the movies, right? So Friday night you get clammed up little by little. I noticed it getting harder and harder to find. So I would go to the store and I would tell them, Hey, hey, where's your, where's your clammed up? And they would always say, and they didn't mean that you were going to take him up on it was uh, well, if you want us to write down your name and number, we'll contact you. So maybe being a pain in the butt, I would do that. I do it all the time. Now, where's your clam dip? And they would say, oh, we get it in. It's a warehouse issue. It's a problem. Little by little, the clam dip started going away. Until one day, I get a hold of the you know store manager. He goes, hey, we can't get clam dip anymore. I'm like, well, what do you mean you can't get clam dip anymore? And it was gone. So, see? You think this guy's maybe not so nuts after all. He said liability issues. And I'm thinking, come on, liability. Look what the stuff they sell in grocery stores. They sell, you know, fresh fish, chicken livers, there's liability and everything. But to pick on clam dip, why pick on clam dip? All right. So that was my that was my moment when the world was open to me. After that, you know, I went down this path of weirdness and have never turned back since. So that's that's where I'm at with that. Yeah. And now, now you folks say clam dip. Think about it. Can you find it? Is it out there? No. So, you know, I'm not so far off the path on this. Am I not really? No. All right. Then we get on to, you know, what I want to call just, just to, you know, wrap this up. I, I want to be sensitive to time because mostly it's me. I just, you know, ADD. I, I can't, I can't stay on point too long at all. Last segment. Know what? It, know what? It could be anything. It could be a rambling in my brain. It could be a, in this case, it's going to be a pet peeve. Know it's a pet peeve of mine, and it sounds stupid. I mean, not as stupid as the claimed it, but it's it's probably odd. But uh, not to me. Not to me. And That's what this show is about. Some things I find bizarre. Exclamation points, well, all right? Exclamation points! Don't tell me you haven't thought about it. I remember show. What was it called? Schoolhouse School Rock. Remember that show it was in the 70s? So I'm dating myself. It was out. It talked about everything. And about how a bill passes through Congress. Which, see where that got us. But they would talk about, you know, verbs and adjectives. And One, one show, they talked about exclamation points and when you use them. Remember? Yeah, I remember the song. It was like, when you're happy or sad or excited or mad. Da, da, da. The really not this strong. Remember something like that? I remember. That's how it went. So. And I took that to heart. When you use an exclamation point, and you hardly ever use it unless you're really trying to express something. Today, oh, no. Exclamation points, they give them out like candy. I think it's the particip- participation trophy syndrome that all of us have. And I think that's just, I think that's what it is. And it manifests itself in exclamation points. You can get a bill from the electric company. And you could, you know, do it online, which I never do. But let's say you do. I've seen them. Congratulations, you paid your bill! Exclamation point! Really? Well, then you go to work. And work, work is, is a plethora of exclamation points on email at work. Drives me nuts. Out of my mind. It's a short drive for me. so And I look and it's like, got your email. Thank you! Exclamation! Come on. Stop it. Stop it already. It's driving me nuts. All right. That's the program. Short and sweet, like I told you. This is going to be just boom, 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 in and out. And so, listen, folks, I will see you next week. Bob, have a good week. Hope things are good. And I'll talk to you people soon. Take care. Hasta la vista.